0: let this food take you places you've never imagined we really out here eating good-ass food listening to good-ass music just vibing we aren't critics fuck critics we're only bringing you things we love with your host Nelson motherfucking Conrad. You never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling,
1: motherfucker. Welcome back to another great episode of Gastro Traveling. Uh this week we have a very special guest. Uh my own mother. What is up?
2: Hi Nelson. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Yeah, uh I felt obligated uh since you gave birth to me and whatnot, and Whatever. So, uh, what's up? How was, how was your week?
2: Uh, very fun.
1: Did you do anything of note? Anything exciting?
2: Did I do anything exciting? Uh, Not really.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh, th- th- this week, we have uh, a great album and a great meal. Uh, this week, we have Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, 1973. Hey. No, 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 no. No, I'm wrong. 77, it came out. 77, same year as Star Wars. So, uh, any initial thoughts on the album? From me? Yeah, why not?
2: Okay. Um, I like the album.
1: Yes. That's um, why, listen to me, this is why I brought her on for this album, because she's a big Stevie Nicks fan. I am. Uh, and uh, Fleetwood Mac is awesome. So, yes. go on.
2: I am a big fan of Stevie Nicks. I actually seen her in concert. Yes. Um, I actually didn't see her in <laughs> concert. Yes. I saw... Um. Rod Stewart Okay And she did the opening show Which was very very exciting So I got the Two for one deal With that Beautiful And um, your dad Took he, me he, Yes um, It was we a date night the, It was a date night Sure We went to Amway Center In Orlando Uh huh And it was um, 2012 When we went It was August 3rd
1: Okay so I was how old I was like 15 right No. Yeah. No 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 no, oh, no. no 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 I'm not good no. to numbers So go ahead Yeah No In
0: 2013 12 12 you are not 15 years old how was that i was born in 1995
1: no you were 16 okay i was 16 yeah, whatever 17. like it fucking matters thank you rob from the other side <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh he died oh rob, rob is dead no he's not in here <laughs> Who's Rob? maybe oh, okay. no he's he was but he's a person right. he's just no longer with us okay uh but my mom's sort of, uh, I don't want to call her a gypsy, but she sees she, she sees uh, spirits and she saw Rob. Anyways, uh, so to pair with this album, we have my good friend and in-house chef, Chef Angel, my favorite Puerto Rican. He's going to bring me to the Yay. island one day. Dude. What is, this is amazing. Oh
2: my gosh, this looks absolutely this is like delicious. A whole, oh, this is like,
1: like tapas, almost.
2: Yeah, yeah. And dessert, but yeah. you
1: get this is end? the dessert right here? No,
2: you get that at the
0: end. Oh, dessert's later. The aroma.
2: It
1: smells delicious. It smells scrumptious. Can you hear me? Talking to the mic. Can well, We can, can hear you. Can we hear me now? Yes. Yes. Make sure you guys share that mic, because I don't okay. hear you both of no, no. okay. you.
3: all good now. Can hear When you speak to the mic, yes. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs>
1: Speak right right into the mic, there, buddy. He needs another kidney stone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. That is fucked up. I'm so sorry.
1: All right, all right. Let me. What what do you what did you put in front of us right okay. now?
0: So, uh, from I don't. So know, we, okay. Before, before, before he says anything. Before right. he says any, anything else. I did not. He put two
1: plates in front of us. The first plate is has a spoon. It looks like it has some chives on it. Maybe. It's got like an ice cream scoop (laughs) and like bread all aligned. It looks like some some sort of dip. What is it? Yes.
0: So it's a cheese bread, a cheese ball spread. So in the 70s, cheese balls were in. Yes. So this is, you know, album in the 70s. So another album homage to the 70s. I don't know if Uh this is the second or third album that we cover in the 70s. Okay. Okay. why the ch- well? You know, hold on. Let me explain this one too before I explain and elaborate. Sure. And then let's move the this mic like a little
1: closer to your
0: mouth, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, perfect. Okay. Uh, and then the second
1: one we have bacon yes.
0: wrapped bourbon shrimp. Ooh.
1: With Let me take a, What should I eat first? What should we try first?
0: I don't know. That's a tough question, buddy. Well, I've not tried the shrimp all right, yet, I'll, so I'll go for
1: one shrimp. Well, and thank you. What are we Okay. Talking to the mic, speaking to the mic, please. We need Before
2: no we start this, I brought something to go with your meal. Thank you. Ooh. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what she brought?
1: Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> it I well she's a crazy woman.
2: <laughs> we need a drink, right? Yeah. Oh
0: she,
1: okay. She's put on the table about twelve solo cups. There's only five people in this room. <laughs> Is um, it just cranberry? And it's cranberry, cranberry juice. juice.
2: Is it already pre mixed with alcohol? No.
1: Why? Okay. Why did you decide to bring your own bag of cranberry juice?
2: Well, when I heard, why is
1: it already open? First of all,
2: well,
1: he's got to make sure it's good.
2: When I heard that we were going to have a meal with the album to kind of go together, Mm -hmm.
1: that's the basis of the podcast. Thank you.
2: We need a drink to go with it.
1: Absolutely.
2: So, if you watch TikTok, (laughs) one of Stevie Nick's uh, famous songs, "Dream,"
1: which is on this album,
2: which is on this album, is all over TikTok. Okay. Have you ever seen the young girl that sings?
1: Her name's Lindsay. With, something. And she drinks. But she's the Mom, cranberry. It's, okay, we had an argument before the podcast started. It's the guy, Dogface, four twenty. He's on a skateboard. From this is LA, what made right? it popular. Yes. Okay, yeah. and he's just cruising he's dancing. Down. He's cool. He's on a longboard drinking. Cranberry juice. Yeah.
0: So that the cranberry juice yeah, no, kind of goes
2: with... Absolutely. So it. So that's why I brought it. Beautiful. You fought
1: her about it? I didn't fight her. I was just... <laughs> he didn't The TikTok. The TikTok origins were a little okay. skewed.
2: I need
0: to get on TikTok.
1: It's amazing. I love TikTok. All right. So let's try this meal. <laughs> okay. Pour your cranberry juice. I'm going to take a bite of this oh, little... let me... Sh-
0: and then there's also this little like uh, okay. Napa spinach slaw that I made in the bottom. Okay. I didn't taste... I know it's good, but go ahead and taste it. Why and you can start eating it and I'll explain why I made it beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, while doing talk little, right. Make that mic point right in your mouth. Okay. Mmm. So, uh-huh. so when I was doing research on this album, uh, I saw that they were having turmoil, and uh-huh. you know behind the scenes and stuff like that. So I was pretty much thinking I like, here, What would I do if you know I was their band manager or something like that? Let me sit them down. Good food. Tapas style, it's all sit down, so that's kind of why it's just like here, let's share this plate, uh, and also pay homage to the '70s because I, you know, we can never cook enough food from the '70s. We need to bring the '70s back. There's a lot of good food from the '70s that we should definitely bring back. Um,
1: There's a lot uh, of dumb shit from the '70s too. Absolutely, we like not, we Jello need to cake leave in the '70s. Jello cake, like man, fruit cake. Like a bunch
0: of shit. They pureed a lot of shit and just like put it in a tub and just call it a day.
1: The '70s was the year of the like. TV dinner, no, too right. Like the yeah. decade of the TV dinner and cocaine. All right, so I'm, I got this cheese ball dip. I'm yeah. putting on a little piece of toasted bread. Okay, and it looks delicious. It looks divine. Mom, you take one too. Also, uh,
0: originally this dish is from the 70s. Is uh, it's usually spam instead of shrimp.
1: What? Oh. Instead
0: of instead of shrimp, it's spam. But like I see I see I feel like spam is like Schrodinger's cat. It it it's the protein you decided to be when you eat it. So let's just pretend it was spam, but it actually turned into shrimp.
1: First off, I don't think anybody heard you over the crunch I just made in my mouth because this is so damn good. Thank this you. cheese dip on the bread. It's very wonderful. Um, but yeah, let's let's I mean, I'm glad you didn't make any spam because spam is disgusting. Oh, you take that back.
0: You <laughs> take that back, buddy. The Puerto Rican in them. Bro, it's fake meat. It's not real. No, it's all types of meat. <laughs> Guess where you can get it at. At a bodega. Absolutely. next este to bodega. Next to the goja section.
1: <laughs> the the, the goja. goja.
0: Goya. Oh, with the
1: beans and shit? Yeah, dude. The...
0: Tomato sauce, sassong, adobo. The...
2: I'm afraid to say this, but I don't like spam either. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, don't,
0: I judge him critically. But, mom, you get a pass.
2: Okay. But this is absolutely delicious.
0: Thank you. And there's also dessert for
1: later.
2: Oh, my goodness. Delicious.
0: What are you thinking?
1: It's good. I like the cheese ball. I think
2: ball. it's fit for a queen. Thank you. Thank you.
1: And Stevie Nicks and my mom mm-hmm. are both queens.
3: Yes.
1: Welcome you like to that Gaffer Crux, you? I, do. I, do. I do.
0: You are just smacking away. I love it. I got a taste of shrimp. I'm kind of curious. I
3: pick Take mm. a shrimp. Pick this is good. I don't think we ever it's had delicious. Angel meat on the podcast. No. You've never taken a bite. Mm.
1: What do you think, Chef? Is this,
3: is this like a salad I can eat? Mm-hmm.
0: In? That's what the forks are there for you guys. Mm.
1: All right. That was amazing. I want to try this little salad that's underneath mm. the shrimp. I'll tell you guys what this you think. This is
0: good. Rob, this is good. I repeat it, Rob. Um,
2: this is fantastic.
1: Oh, oh my Rob. <laughs> <laughs> New catchphrase.
0: Oh my Rob, that's
1: what I just did. I know. Here for the shrimp tail, bro. I wish I had a little yeah. tapas plate. Thank you so much. Let me get a little cranberry juice for, for the, for the for the respect out of the, of TikTok. Do you know that um, that is what brought Stevie Nicks and Mick Fleetwood. I follow him on TikTok. They're both on TikTok.
2: Stevie Nicks and who? Fleet.
1: Fleet, yeah. Which is Mick Fleetwood.
0: I really thought it was alcohol in this. I was so ready.
2: (laughs) Do you have any alcohol to add to it? Rob,
0: we're spiking it later. Okay. Vodka cranberry. No. No, I'm kidding. No, Rob, no. I was kidding.
1: Angel, once again, listen to me. Listen to me, America. You need the whole world. Fuck America. Okay, don't fuck America. America's cool. I live there. I was okay. born there. I love America. I'm very patriotic. I get it.
0: Pay your taxes.
1: Pay your taxes. <laughs> vote. You know, be active in your local elections. You know, do what you got to do. But I'm saying, worldwide, galactically wide, you need a, your own Puerto Rican.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Every group needs its Puerto Rican. Uh, or not really, you know. And it no. Depends.
1: You need to hire if you're local. Hire Angel for your next event. I, I talked about this last
2: Absolutely.
1: week. Absolutely, yeah. Hire him. He, I went on this last week. We know what I said. I want to have I a party. I can't say my just, mom's here. I want
2: to. I want to have a party just to hire him. Just to have. Yes. Him. I'm coming over, Nelson.
1: Okay. You don't have a choice. Uh, so, Angel, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for being here. You're amazing. You're thank beautiful. You. You're handsome, and you're very angelic. I'll
2: be back later for dessert, and you're a talent. Very, very yeah, talented. Yes,
1: we'll see you. We'll see you back on today. That's a, uh, that's a first to listen to. Yeah, first dessert. I'm very excited to taste it. So, thank you, Angel. We well, have. I
2: didn't even explain what was in the cheese. Well, that's what we should talk a little bit more about the food because it's fantastic. All right, let's go. I mean, the caramelized li- onions that you have here. Are
1: we still recording? Are we still recording? Let's go. So, um, this food was so damn good. We were taking a break, and my mom's like, Bring Angel back in here. We got to talk about him. We got to talk about this food we some more. Talk about, yes. Okay. So, Angel's back. And we're going to talk about this food a little bit more. So, what, what is up, guys?
0: Okay, so the cheese.
1: Yeah, what's up with the cheese? I it's, totally forgot. It's, it's so, so, it's cream good.
0: cheese spread. Okay. It's uh, got fresh rosemary, fresh oregano. Fresh garlic, fresh thyme, uh, and some pickled sweet some pickled sweet peppers that I I, I personally pickled the peppers myself and I chopped them up and I threw them in there. Salt? Uh, no, actually, I lied. Adobo because we keep it like you know Puerto Rican all the way through. Always, um, we love the island here. And also the for the little slaw, I use saisson, I use a little bit of mayo, uh, Dijon, uh, Dijon mustard ground. And that's the seasoning for the little slaw. And then for the bourbon, the, I flambéed it, of course. So I like you know, wrapped it. I, I of course you flambéed it. it. Flambéed it in front of the house. Whatever cause the fuck that means. Yeah, we, we're not allowed to flambé inside the house because I almost melted the microwave. Inside.
1: Oh, that's why you were outside whipping yeah, it up.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Jordan, she don't let me cook inside no more sometimes. That's I almost fun. burned down the microwave. Oh, my goodness. The fire alarm goes off every time I cook.
1: Yes, it's a so normal, 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 normal occurrence. Is the fire alarm? Yeah, I'm
0: trying to like cook outside from now yeah, on. So, what
1: are your thoughts, mom, on this food?
2: Um, I think it is extraordinary. Thank you. Um, I really, really love the uh, shrimp with the salad. I'm going to call it a salad because yeah, I don't know any other nice name. Um, the caramelized, am I saying it right? Yes. caramelized yes. onions is delicious. Thank you. Um, do you use like a um, a vinaigrette or something in there, like a balsamic vinegar or something mm-hmm. for the onions? What
1: yeah, what, what do you do? What the... do you do the onions?
0: So some of the particulates, some from the bacon and the shrimp, get into the oil. So then I strain the oil, so I reuse it back. So like I clean the pot out, mm-hmm. and I use some of that oil, and the onions pretty much suck up all the flavor from the oil, and then I threw in the shrimp back again. Okay, and then I, that's when I threw the the. I was going to say Hennessy for some reason.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For some reason. It's not like you got it out there.
0: Um, uh, That's when I threw the whiskey and I threw some orange liqueur in there. Mm. Lit it up, flambéed it. Ooh, brown butter. I almost forgot.
1: Dude, how could you forget the brown butter?
0: Brown butter. Also, it takes me like two hours to make that stuff. It takes you two hours to make... How do you... Hold up. Back up. What the fuck is brown butter? Brown butter is pretty much butter that's... uh, So the milk fats have been caramelized. Uh So it gives you like very like... Hazelnutty, very like fally, like toasted, like little flavor in the butter.
1: Why so, does it take you two hours to make brown butter? Because I start
0: with frozen butter in the oven for two hours and I just I let it do its thing. Hey,
1: instead of making brown butter, next time can we get some little canna butter? I mean what kind of butter? Can of butter. What's
2: a can of
0: butter? He wants reefer in his butter.
1: Cannabis butter.
2: Oh, can- okay. <laughs> Wait,
1: have a little edibles?
2: Yeah. <laughs> my mom is so disappointed in me. In my so, life. so let me give you um, see these chives. Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you a secret about those. Yes, ma'am. Um, when you start cooking a little bit more, I mean, well, you cook all the time, but oh my god,
1: mom, you can't come you in here can. give, give no, the chef yeah, I'm pointers. You a little
2: bit of advice. I'm always, I'm always. Listening. I love to cook. Yes. The best advice I just learned this like six months ago. If you take your chives and you cut them all up and you freeze them, you just take them as you need them. So it's already prepped
1: everything here is you know. fresh here mom we don't freeze anything know, but, here
2: like you know i know what she's talking about it's, we don't freeze it that makes sense yeah i mean it would be fresh i mean anything like you buy refrigerated vegetables and stuff like that it's I'll, fresh before I'll,
0: they yeah i'll probably kill it like i'll use it probably also with the rest of the herbs from that cheese mm-hmm. expect marinara i'm making marinara
1: okay all right
0: i don't know but like i I don't want the herbs to go bad of
1: course you gotta do something with them so let's make some marinara gastro traveling branded marinara
0: but yeah that marinara is coming soon like i'm gonna make it this week all right beautiful what's the next album
1: we're doing uh paranoid by black sabbath
0: we'll figure something out but it might not we might do an extra dish just because just
1: just because why not
2: i think i'm gonna start coming every saturday night
1: uh, let's know. see. How, let's see how this episode works out for us.
2: Yeah, oh my I, I think, think this, this. Nelson works. might not like that idea. We won't tell. Thank you.
1: All right,
0: we're gonna
2: solve
1: Angel, up. it's been a pleasure again. Any more? Any more thoughts on the food? Me? Anybody? I don't care.
2: I think it's just delicious. I, don't, I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you, mom. Thank you so. As much. always, Angel. When, thank then you. when
0: mom's over, I did something
2: right. Mm-hmm. Now. My mom's like, "Did you put the onions in there? I don't." Want
1: Bacon. <laughs> Angel ah. Campos, everybody.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Welcome. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, take another break here, and we're gonna get back with the M. All right. So we're back here. We finished a delicious meal, delicious tapas from Chef Angel. Uh, my mom is still here. We're gonna talk about Stevie Nicks a little bit and Fleetwood Mac. So let's get into like a little bio and talk. Like, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Fleetwood Mac as a whole?
2: Um, I I like her. Um, okay.
1: What about the rest of the boys?
2: Um, so a little history about Stevie Nicks. Okay. Um, you know what her first name is? Stevie. Nope. it's It's Stephanie Lynn Nicks. Wow. And she actually learned, um, how to sing through her grandfather. Okay. Her grandfather was a country singer.
1: Was his name Steve Nicks? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> 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 Why is that funny? Because you just, I don't know.
2: Um, what was his name?
1: Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Well,
2: she You're not was, giving a
1: report. We're just talking to her.
2: Um, well, she was, four, uh, she was four years old when her, gra- her, her grandfather, who was a country music singer, yes. taught her how to sing.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um. And that's where she learned, and then she was in like sixth grade, um, and she was doing like a dance tap, it, tap show or something, sure. and that's where she said, I want to be a performer. Beautiful. So she knew then that she wanted to be a performer okay. in the sixth grade, so that's kind of unique. Um, I mean, I
1: feel like every sixth grader says, I want to be a singer, I want yeah, to be a dancer.
2: But you know, by the time she went to high school, yeah. she met um, Lindsay. Buckingham? Lindsey
1: Buckingham, the guitarist, that has some turbulence. Yeah, and and, and and they started dating.
2: Yeah, well, I think they dated after high school. I want to okay. say, because um, they knew, you know, they knew each other, and then after high school, a few years All later. All right, so
1: let's just let's just say let's break it down. Who's in the band right now? In 1977, Fleetwood Mac has gone through with tons of different members, yes. but in this iteration of Fleetwood Mac in 1977, who they've been around since the 60s, 68. When they first started, they got together. But it's Mick Fleetwood, uh, Christine McVeigh, mm-hmm. McVie, John McVie, Stevie Nicks, and Lindsey Buckingham. Right. So Lindsey Buckingham, I think, was the bassist, right? No, the guitarist. He was the guitarist. John was the bassist. Right. Okay. And Mick, Mick Fleetwood was the drummer.
2: Yeah. And one of the things that I learned about Stevie was when she did join the band, yes. her first question was if Christine was going to be okay with another female artist joining the group. <laughs> Did you know that?
1: I didn't know that. But that was in 1975 when she joined.
2: Yeah, and um she she, she welcomed her and they became friends. But then I read somewhere that Stevie Nicks kind of
1: Well, they had some beef. Yeah. in the band. But uh let's the origins of Fleetwood Mac are kind of interesting because uh they start <clears throat> So, um Peter Green who was an original member of Fleetwood Mac who is not well, it was not on this album at all. Uh this is kind of an origin of how they got together. Peter Green had replaced Eric Clapton in John Mayall and the Bluesbreakers, a band which included John and Mick at the time, which is John McVie and Mick Fleetwood. Uh previously Mick and- Peter and Mick had worked together in bands such as Shotgun Express, which featured Rod Stewart, which Ooh. is a tie-in to how Stevie and Rod got together for your little show that you saw in 2012. Oh, I
2: see.
1: Uh, so they're they kind of running the same circles.
2: Wow, I didn't
1: so, know that. So uh, the new the name of the new band came after Mick, Peter, and John began recording songs, which reportedly took place after John Mayle gave them space to do so for free. One of the songs they recorded was an instrumental which was named Fleetwood Mac after a rhythm section, so the drummer Mick Fleetwood they named Fleetwood Mac because it was such a good like mm-hmm. drum beat, so right. that's how they got the name Fleetwood Mac yeah some more on Stevie, what's up?
2: some more on Stevie um you know Stevie before Stevie joined Fleet Mac and did yep. this incredible album, she and lindsay um they did an album called. Buckingham and Nicks. Buckingham Nick, yes, Nick's, and the cover of that ma- that album, yeah, they're they're topless, hell yeah, from the top up, and um, sh- Stevie Nicks was a very um, shy person, mm. and she kind of was fighting it, like I don't want to do this, um, sure, but Lindsay like. The argument they had, and so Lindsay's like, This is art, this isn't about sexuality or blah blah blah. So uh-huh. he convinced her, and she gave in, and she did that. Um, while they were together trying to get this band between the two of them going, yeah. um, she had to financially support her and Lindsay. Whoa.
1: Yeah. What was she doing? She, she stripping?
2: No, she was a dental assistant. Oh, really? Yeah. And wow. A, and she was a maid. Good for her. And she did something else. I think she was a, um, she was a, she was a maid. She was a dental assistant and she was a waitress. Beautiful. So what a hard worker. Resume.
1: And she 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 did that all for her low life boyfriend who wouldn't do shit. I guess so. So that's that's cool.
2: Yeah. You ever so. listen
1: to? Um, I know you haven't, Mom, because I know you don't listen to music. But uh,
2: I probably have
1: Fleetwood Mac before uh, Lindsay and Stevie joined.
2: Mm, maybe if I hear the song,
1: you have no. not because I listened to him the first time today from 1968. It's like blues. Oh. It's not. It's not what. It doesn't sound like it's Fleetwood Mac at all. Oh. It's like it's it's British blues, oh. and they have a guy named Eddie Boyd on, which is like this black blues singer. As the vocalist instead of...
2: I never, I, I never knew that. Isn't that, that crazy? So I didn't know gonna, that either. Isn't that I'm wild? i check it out. I'm going to check it out. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, I told you earlier that Dad and I went to, a, to a, her concert. Well, yes. Rod Stewart concert. Rod Stewart concert. She was the opening. Right. So, during that, she was telling us about... Um, she kind of, like, apologized to the staff because... She doesn't speak to anybody before she performs. Yes. She's a little diva. Well, no, that's not what, (laughs) why? So let me tell you, she apologized because the rules are, and she told us during her, um, you know, her little talk, she said. In between um, songs or whatever. "I I do not talk to staff. The staff is told, do not talk to Stevie when you see her. And the reason for that is back in 1977, um when she, this
1: album came out? Yeah. Okay, what happened? She
2: was singing and the fans noticed that there was something wrong with her voice. And she had nodules on her mm. her um her vocal cords? Vocal cords, thank you. And What's a nodule? Like little like cysts? Okay. Okay. So she had that on her and um the doctors told her Her speaking voice is destroying her singing voice.
1: Wow, just her talking. Right. She should learn sign language or something.
2: Well, that's why she chooses not to speak during. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, so. Um, and she kind of gave that history during that performance.
1: Yeah, because she doesn't, you know, want to seem like a jerk. Right. But she's got to do what she's got to do to save. Her vocal cords, so she right. singing stuff,
2: right? And so she's she's a very talented lady. Oh yeah, she's she's super talented, and I think she's very um a very reserved, very kind lady.
1: She seems so. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. But you know, Stevie Nicks got a little caught up on some drugs. Yes. And cocaine. All kinds of and drugs. And she was she became a chain smoker.
1: That'll do it to you. The rock yeah. star life.
2: You know, she was in rehab.
1: <laughs> yeah I guess Listen
2: I can go deep
1: Listen let's go deep I don't <laughs> yeah. care Let's talk about her Being in rehab
2: Well she was in rehab And while she was in rehab In the 1980s Yeah She In rehab She did three songs She did well In the rehab facility well, She yeah. was singing? No she was She's a writer too
1: Oh she wrote three songs Yeah she, I thought she was performer for all the people That were having business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> she could have Probably done that She probably could have But she um She's also a, po- po- uh, poet, a poet, a poet, a poet, a poet,
1: a poet or a pianist. What are you saying?
2: A poet,
1: a pianist, like playing a piano, not like,
2: oh, no, pianoist. No, Um, she likes to write uh, poets. And um, okay. so I guess she must have just like through rehab. That's how she got through it. And she actually three songs came out of it. And the three songs that came out of it was, Welcome to the Room, which I don't really know what that song is. Okay. Um, Sarah, which is very popular. Beautiful song. Um, And the third one was When I See You Again. Okay. So those were the three that came out of that. Wow. So sometimes, you know. The Diamond in the Rough. The Diamond in the Rough. Speaking of
1: addictions, (laughs) (laughs) this is a lighthearted episode of the. We're (laughs) talking.
2: Well, there's so much. What else is
1: she addicted to?
2: Well, there's so much history in her. Like, I mean, she. Do you know that she's been a singer for five decades?
1: Wow, that's amazing. You know what I've done for five decades?
2: I don't think you've lived. I don't have. I don't know.
1: I haven't done shit for five decades. I've done shit for two decades.
2: Increments of ten. I know it.
1: I'm not an idiot. <laughs> You're not 50. All right, yet. Go, let's go. What else?
2: Um, she actually got addicted to clonopin. The hell is that? Well, it helps with depression and things like that. Okay. Um, while she, when she got addicted to that, to that, she started to gain some weight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her current. A little dick, bitch. Well, I don't know what her current weight was, <laughs> but it it reached up to like. You 100. have her medical
1: charts too. <laughs>
2: You know I'm in the All right. Keep going. So she actually gained weight, and her weight went up to 175 pounds. And for a woman, 175, I don't know how tall she is. Do we know how tall she is?
3: Uh, 5'1". Can we get a height? Okay. How do you have that right there? I looked up her weight.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So at 5'1". Whoa. She
1: was a short lady. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So a short lady, 175 pounds. That's a lot of weight. That could be a lot of weight for some people. Um. So she actually said, "I'm never going to sing in front of people ever again because
1: because she felt ugly and yeah."
2: She says, "I can't handle people talking about how fat I am."
1: That's reasonable. That's why I don't. I didn't want to do this podcast.
2: Yeah. No. Not. (laughs) I mean, I'm overweight too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So that's not funny. My son is not fat.
2: (laughs) He's not. He's gorgeous. Um, she did manage to live um she did manage to lose thirty five pounds. Good for her. So um of course she And she went on tour? Yeah. Um and you know, rumor was her number one album and in in the Grammys. She they won a Grammy and it was a mm-hmm. number one album. So she they did very well with probably this album. Al- it's
1: probably album of the year in seventy well, seven. I imagine. don't
2: know what year that was. It was seventy seven, but yeah. Um and one other history about Stevie Nicks Thank that so I much. think is fantastic was in 2019, Stevie Nicks Stevie Nicks was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, being the first female artist.
1: Wow! So first female solo artist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she so, deserves it. Yeah. So she that's, got it before Cher. I guess so. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't care. She,
2: I think she might be older than Cher. <laughs> she probably is. Yeah, because she's six seventy-three. Yeah, and that's probably how old Rod Stewart is.
3: Cher is seventy-five. Wow. She's 75.
1: And she got him wow. before Cher. Yeah.
2: Wow, that's pretty interesting.
1: That is very interesting. So yeah. Do you believe? All right. So let's get. Let's just jump right into this album. All right. Let's do it. So we start off with the song "Secondhand News." The, <clears throat> the song kind of starts off. It reminds me of, like, an acoustic version of Barracuda by Heart. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? dun 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 dun, dun. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Ooh, Barracuda.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking more like... But um, the
1: acoustic version.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking of more like... Um, uh, I, I didn't like it, really. I you like don't like the song? I don't like that song.
1: Okay. <laughs> Tell um, me why you, you don't ever like
2: ever hear, it? Like, um, like, the... Hillbilly
1: kind of. <laughs> it sounds like the Beverly Hillbillies. Is that what well,
2: you're... you know, like that. What's that? Um, banjo? Banjo that they. It sounds use. like a banjo It's yeah. not a banjo. Well, it does. So. It's a. Like, it's acoustic guitar. Yeah.
1: Uh, but it ends. Up, it's it, it, it it's, it's such a happy song, but it has like really kind of heartbreaking lyrics. Yeah. Uh, some of the lyrics are. One thing I think you should know. I ain't gonna miss you when you go. Been down so long. I've been tossed around enough. Oh, couldn't you just let me down and do my own stuff? So, but it's got like this like this really kinda happy beat to it.
2: Yeah. Um, I think a lot of these songs on here, yeah. because the the whole album, all the people in it, yes, they were kinda all going through different things. Oh, uh, we'll life. get
1: we'll get into all the drama that because that there's a lot of shit.
2: There is a lot of drama. There's a
1: lot yeah. of drama between the bandmates. Yeah. They're all fucking each other.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: that's the way you want to put it, Nelson. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything to say? Anything good about the song? Do you like this song? I don't like the song. I'm sorry. All right. I guess there's nothing else to say about this song, but other than but I'm I sure like it. am sure there's
2: a lot of people that do like it. I so. personally
1: like it, but she, let's be fair. She's a Stevie Nicks fan. I'm a Stevie She's Nicks. not a Fleetwood Mac fan. I'll just say that out loud right now. Okay. Is
2: that fair to say? That's fair to say.
1: Okay. All right. The second song, Dreams.
2: I love that song Dreams
1: is a great song It was written by Stevie Nicks Yeah And that's where we can really have a good conversation Uh, The song was written By Stevie Nicks Mm -hmm. At a turbulent time for the band She and Lindsey Buckingham's relationship Who's a dude His name's Lindsey It's weird uh, uh, Was coming to an end Uh, Christine McVie was in the process of divorcing her husband yep. and band member, John McVie. Mm-hmm. Or McVie, what is it? I don't know how to say it. I think it's
2: McVie.
1: Like McVie. There's no D. Uh, <laughs> they're getting a divorce, and the drummer, Mick Fleetwood, was in the process of divorce of his own wife, who is not a band member, thank God.
2: Right, but she went with Stevie.
1: Well, that's a whole nother drama. Okay. Because... I mean, we'll get into it because there's a song that that talk kind of talks about that a little bit. Okay. But Stevie broke up with Lindsay. <laughs> broke up with Lindsey okay. to get with Fleetwood. Okay. And then John and Christine broke up, and but they're still all playing music together.
2: They need to have a show in their it, own. Isn't that insane? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. crazy,
1: Mom? Could you do yeah. that? No. If you no if okay if you were if you worked with Dad if you worked with him on a job right and you guys split up.
2: Right. Could you go and to then work I with could Date? No, I couldn't date like another coworker. All, yeah, no.
1: That's weird, isn't it? That is very weird.
2: But it happens. It happens. Yeah, I mean, how could you face that person? Like, yeah, I'm a very old school.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're older than you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so the, the the first time, so. I've known about the song for a long time. I've I've known about Stevie Nicks, but but something that brought it back. On my radar, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a Vine or something, but there were like um, when people say you can't dance to Stevie Nicks and this song came on and it was a bunch of like cheerleaders dancing to this song. Right. I was like, this is a good song. And then that's when I looked it up and I said, oh, I love this song.
2: Yeah. And yeah. And it was on TikTok.
1: (laughs) Did you ever, did you ever listen to to Dreams Part 2 where it's kind of like a slower version of this song?
2: Um, yeah, but I didn't like it. I like more of an upbeat. You like an upbeat type, happy uh, beat, but yeah. I
1: like it's like somber. Right. Um, but I think this song kind of she really talks about how she's a bit of a witch, Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. because she has crystal visions. Yeah. And she keeps her visions to herself. Yep.
2: She did a song, actually, recently.
1: I think the whole album was called Crystal Visions. Was it? I think so.
2: I, I want to look more into that. Um, what she, I think she was like. Um, Audio
1: engineer Ken Collet recalls the origin of this song. Most of the material for this album was composed in the studio, but Stevie used to get bored Stevie used to get bored, sitting around while all the technical stuff was going on, so she asked if there was a room with a piano to noodle around on. They're British, that's what they fucking say well the the record plant told her she could use Sly Stone Studio, a little sunken room that they built for him to work in. And one day while we were, we were working on some tracks, she came in and said, I've just written the most amazing song. Really? Let's hear it. So she walked over to the roads, which like everything else was always miked up and ready to go. And she played dreams. Mm-hmm. Everyone else joined in. She did a guide vocal and that was the keeper. It's the only time that's ever happened. She tried to redo the vocals again and again, but she can never beat the original. I actually wanted her to beat it because it had the drums leaking into her vocal mic Mike, and a couple of spots where she sang softly. I had to ride it up and you could hear even more of the snare. Still, it was a one-off. So, she record she recorded it once yeah. and that was the best recording. Mm-hmm. She, the first recording was the best and that's what they kept. Isn't that insane?
2: Yeah. she The talent on this woman. Yeah, she's very, very talented, and um, you know she liked to re- write her own music and yeah. like by herself. Yeah. So I think she's um, a, like an introvert. She You sure. know, just kind of like keeps to herself and just kind of does her own thing, and um, which I like because I'm a little bit of an introvert myself. Yes, so. you seem like it. Yeah. So yeah, so she's very talented.
1: Any more thoughts on one of the greatest songs ever written?
2: No, I, I just, I like, that's my, one of my favorite songs. I just, I
1: just love the whole thunder only happens when it's raining. Yeah. So like only crazy, like, like thunder, I would, in, in this scenario is kind of a good thing. Like thunder only happens when it's raining. Right. Or maybe it's the other way around. Raining right. is the good part. And it's like thunder. like, cause raining's like giving, you know, grass and plants what they need, but thunder happens when it's scary. Maybe.
2: So my thought on it yes, is give me more thoughts, like towards a man.
1: <laughs> sure. Probably. Because
2: she does say something about players only play. Yes.
1: Yes. So yep. I,
2: I think it, um, I think it has to do with a man.
1: I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you right now, mom. Yeah. She's not wrong. Players only love you when you're playing. That's Cause right. I only love these bitches when I'm playing. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do, but I didn't raise you that way.
1: Well, you fucked up somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i think the song has to do with a man really i mean
1: i, I think you're I right
2: get, i get what you're saying with no, the I, garden and the beautiful flowers. i'm thinking blah, blah, more blah, of a more
1: but... of an abstract poet poetic way mm-hmm. but i think you're taking it more of a literal and i think it's a little bit of both yeah i think be. that she's talking about uh lindsey buckingham there
2: mm-hmm. could be that's
1: it that's all my thoughts on this song. It's all a right. good song.
2: It is a very good song. It's, it's my favorite uh, song out of the whole album. To that's be beautiful. With you. All
1: right. So the next song. Never going back. Something
2: about the ones all that right, talk, to the, mic, talk on the mic. So I'm not so this... really crazy about the ones that she doesn't sing in there. That's
1: fine. But this song was written by uh Christine Okay. uh McVeigh, <laughs> and uh the backup vocals were Lindsay Buckingham. Singing. Okay. So the male voice was Lindsay the, fe- the female voice was Christine. Christine? She wrote it.
2: Who wrote it? Christine? Christine wrote okay. it.
1: She wrote a lot of the songs. Um, I think Stevie Nicks only wrote like three songs on the album. Not too many. Okay. Um, but uh, let me get my Google.
2: How many, um, how many of the songs did Stevie Nicks sing, actually, uh, in this album?
1: Dreams.
2: I think it was three, right? It
1: was probably three. I think she might be a backup vocals on "Go Your Own Way,"
3: mm-hmm.
1: Do, um, "The Chain" for sure.
2: So let me ask you this: I don't want
1: to know. Yeah, what's up?
2: Why did the band use so many different vocalists? So many different vocalists. Like usually a band they use one person. Yeah, that sings. Well, I think I think it
1: gives it, it, it every song a new taste. Maybe. And I think they they sang all the songs they wrote, mm-hmm. so I think they wrote the songs for themselves, so they would want to sing it.
2: I mean, that's pretty unique. That yeah, not a lot of got... bands
1: have have three vocalists, right? You know,
2: yeah. I mean, it's pretty unique because it kind of gives like them each a break when they mm-hmm. go on stage. Sure. You know,
1: yeah. Um, but can you imagine singing these songs on stage when like your ex husband is playing the guitar there? Yeah, is that wild? Yeah. All right, never going back. This song is about Lindsey Buckingham finding new love or mm-hmm. rebounding after his breakup with Stevie Nicks.
2: Um, I think them two were very much in love, even though they wind up going separate.
1: Yeah, I think that's what kind of kept the band together, and that's that, that's what the song "Chain" is about. Yeah, uh, when we get to it later on. Yeah. But uh, never going back again. Uh, there's some lyrics that are kind of heartbreaking when you know. The person's on the other side of the room and you're writing the song. Uh, She broke down and let me in, made me see where I'd begin, where I'd been. Mm -hmm. Been down one time, been down two times. I'm never going back again. So, you know, he's tried so many times with this chick, but it ain't working out. And he's never going back again.
2: With Stevie? Stevie, yep. Yeah. Well, didn't they kind of like work together in high school? They broke on up, and off, so on they and kept off. like it was one of those bullshit back. relationships. Yeah, but they kept going back to each other.
1: Uh, you know, off and on. Any, any more thoughts or emotions about this song? No, not
2: really.
1: Okay, don't stop. Number four. You know this song, Mom. <laughs> in 1993, Bill Clinton used this song as his campaign song.
2: That's probably why I. That's like it. that's
1: exactly why you like it because you love <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> so. Keyboardist and singer Christine McVie wrote this song in the aftermath of her divorce from the band bassist John. She wrote about getting to a place where the relationship of her past was mostly a thing of different time and place. The song also served as a bit of a pep talk to move forward, as the refrain, Don't stop thinking about tomorrow, demonstrates. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. tomorrow.
2: Don't stop. Thinking about tomorrow.
1: All right, that's the song. What do you think about it? Have you thought about tomorrow?
2: Um, I do think about Yesterday's tomorrow. gone. Yesterday's gone. I think it's a very upbeat song. Yes. Um, I think that anybody could probably get into that song. Kind of like, you know, the YMCA song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is so much better than the YMCA song. It is
2: so much better. But I'm just saying, like, it has a rhythm to it that. Um, you could probably you know dance to it, you know. Um,
1: so the other probably vocals,
2: an old disco type. The other movie. vocals
1: on this song is Lindsey Buckingham. Okay. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. It's just the like I don't know. I just feel like the dynamic of this band is so awkward.
2: Yeah, there's just so much. Like they could probably make a whole movie out of this album.
1: Yeah, yeah, because there's so much drama, and I feel like they're like there's diss tracks, like. Or diss lines or whatever. Yeah. In between each song. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It is it is a different, a very unique album.
1: Yes. Uh, another lyric I like, or section I like from this song. All I want is to see you smile if it takes just a little while. I know you don't believe that is true. I never meant any harm to you. So, it's kind of like of, like, I feel bad for what I did. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me kind of song.
3: Yeah.
1: So, it's not like a, what's up, Randy?
3: Actually... Uh, in 2009, on the BBC, yes, there was a Fleetwood Mac "Don't Stop" TV movie.
2: Oh, whoa! There was a TV movie.
1: Okay, I didn't know. Who played Stevie Nicks?
3: I will find more about it.
1: So this song uh, themselves what themselves they played themselves in the movie.
3: The stars: Lindsey Buckingham, Mick Fleetwood. Was it like a documentary? I don't know. I'll look more into it though. Okay.
2: That's pretty interesting. I'm going to look into it myself when after the show.
3: Stevie Nicks is credited as self. Wow. Huh. I'll see where you guys. So she's
2: an act- actress as well.
1: Well, she was in she was in uh American Horror Story.
3: Oh, she was, what? wasn't she?
1: How yeah. Come she, I yeah. never
2: seen this. I didn't know. Patrick that watches it all the time. Oh well, I don't it's a watch show that for the gays. Edit that out. It is.
1: No, it is. It's it was it's it's like Lady Gaga's in it. It's a show for gay people. I love it, but it is. Okay, <laughs> No, okay, so the season three or four... I've watched every season. But it's Coven, and there's a bunch of witches. And Stevie Nicks is like an OG witch in the okay. show. What do you think about okay. that? Okay. You don't care? She's in the show. Okay. You don't have anything to add on. Well... All right, never mind.
2: You know, it just makes me think, like, is she into, like... She's into witchcrafting and crystals, and I wonder if she's into, like, Reiki and stuff like that. Probably. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. I like
1: that. Mom, are you a witch? I could be. All right.
2: Yes, I'm a witch.
1: No, you don't lie on the camera, (laughs) please. Because everybody's going to think you actually are a witch. She's not a witch. No, I'm not a witch. She is not a witch. It On is a, a documentary. <laughs> Alright. I didn't say it. I did not say it. It's a documentary? <laughs> it is a documentary. Okay. Alright, let's get back to what we were talking about <laughs> with this album. The next song, Go Your Own Way. You can go your own way. <laughs> this song was written by Lindsey Buckingham. Okay. During the breakup of him and Stevie Nicks. Nicks was in a relationship with the drummer, Mick Fleetwood. The drama. The drummer, the drummer,
2: the
1: drama. Okay. Nick said that this ver this verse that I'm about to say hurt her the most because it was a stab at her for shacking up with a drummer. So the, in the line that I'm about to say,
2: but he was a guitarist. What's what's the difference? Like Just, he's a guitar, he's a drummer. Yeah, but he still
1: he's he's still messing around with somebody that's on the band. I
2: know. I mean, I I don't know how they could do that.
1: Tell me why everything's turned around, packing up, shacking up all you want to do if i could baby i'd give you my world open up everything's waiting for you it sounds like a heartbroken man
2: it does and um you know she that um i had read somewhere that he was very obsessed with stevie
1: i'm sure he was yeah she's very beautiful
2: yeah like um he like he really wouldn't let her do too much oh yeah because he was very obsessed with her mm-hmm. so i can see him being heartbroken yep yeah She's a very pretty lady.
1: Even at 73, she's beautiful.
2: Oh, she's beautiful, yes.
1: Anything on this song, ma'am?
2: No. (laughs) Other than I like it. I like it.
1: You came up with all this history of all Stevie Nicks, and you don't got nothing to say about these songs?
2: Yeah, I like it.
1: Okay, all right. You like it. That's fine.
2: And I, I can sing it.
1: All right, Songbird is the next song.
2: Yeah, it kind of sounds like it's a classical um. Very all, depressing. All I
1: wrote down on my notes, mom, <laughs> yeah. said shit. That's all I wrote.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just very, like, depressing. It's not like, a fun...
1: It's Christine wrote it and sang it, and it's a piano, like, b- behind her. And it's not, it's not a fun listen.
2: Yeah. I sh- <coughs> well, I mean, Christine was kind of going through... Her divorce. Yes.
1: Well, it's all about like the songbird, like she's singing for her lover, and she's strapped in a cage and all that bullshit.
2: Right. So she probably wrote that when she was deeply depressed. Yes. That's my thought. That's what it sounds like. Very depressed song. That's. That's what I would. I would. I agree with that. Yeah.
1: All right. The next song, because I'm done talking about that. I don't want to talk about sad shit no more. We talked enough of sad shit last week. We had a very sad album last week. Oh no! no Sadness. But it was very sad. So next song is the chain, okay. Which is the chain is the bond that keeps the relationship going and never ending. It can also be seen as the chain that keeps the band together, linking the members together in ways that don't allow them to truly part ways. Written in a time when the band members were not on talking terms, because fucking <laughs> great. Um,
2: I wonder why they weren't talking. Yes.
1: Uh, due to breakups and riffs in the relationship that they had, the lyrics are often said to be been attacks at each other. But the band also suggests that there was some underlying love that doesn't let them completely part ways. So they they're like a big old weird family.
2: Yeah. So that kind of makes sense because it kind of sounds like why there's so many people and so many different things. Like it kind of sounds like they were together during concerts. Yeah. But kind of separate because they were so upset with each other with the, you know the behind the scenes yes. stuff that that's why they they kind of wrote and did their own thing but then they came together as a group and they actually when they did come together as a group they actually did a great job because this was a number one hit
1: you know that would have been a very interesting show to go to and go see is them like not talking to each other on stage but, then, but still performing music
2: yeah so yeah uh, like a love hate relationship.
1: That's exactly what I think it yeah. was. Uh, so the harmonies on the song are crazy. Okay. When they're all singing together and stuff, mm-hmm. wild. And then like 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 the beginning part is like soft and like not soft, but like it's very like I don't know, mm-hmm. not crazy. But then there's there's this bass and guitar solo that are wild. Let me play it for you right now. Okay. But it's like this build up to like this this like.
2: Finger. Like
1: it's like everything exploding almost because it
2: yeah. goes
1: towards the end. You didn't hear that part, but, so, let me play but, it but, but so you part know
2: different. it sounds like um, where it says, "Yes, um, like the chains won't break us." Yeah, it sounds like you know even though we did dirty to each other. Yeah, that we will always be together and we'll always be friends and we'll always come you know together in music or whatever. Um, a lot of artists do use their talent. To express their what's the word I'm looking for to express their emotions, their emotions yeah. and stuff like that. So, so
1: the angry buildup in the chorus, just before the the slight lull, calm period, mm-hmm. really adds the intens- intensity and chaotic feeling of the solo. Because let me play more of the solo for you. Okay. All right. So the, it's a great song. The the, the, the guitar gets crazy mm-hmm. and. Uh, let me open it.
2: So, there, I think there was like 11 songs total on the album. Is that correct? Uh, it was a very, yes, kind of 11. a short album, I 11, think. 11,
1: yes. Well, you know, they had to, because of the restrictions of like vinyl records back in the mm-hmm. day, they had to keep it under a certain time.
2: Yeah, but I thought it was like, don't they usually have like 12 to 18 songs this on it? Our- this
3: one has 12.
2: This is a great al- where did, um, Where did Rob get this? This
3: is Patrick's record. It is? Yeah.
2: Why do
1: you know that? He has this? Yeah. He's
2: a big- listen, I don't
1: know where I got my love for music. and My brother has a love for music too. Because my parents' music taste is not its not good. Yes, it's it never been good. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. Listen, every, every part of my music taste, I had to discover on my own. This is what I'm so excited for my own kids. Listen to me. I'm so excited to give them like an iPod or something, and to say, like, this is music. Are you going
2: to get married, Nelson?
1: Fuck no. But, you know, I probably have kids somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but whenever I have children, one thing I want to pass it down is 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 the love for music because my parents not really. I think my well, dad you're... is more so, but he doesn't really talk about it.
2: Well, you know, your mom, which was in high school. She listens to
1: fucking Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. I shit. don't
2: listen to that. I listen oh,
1: to that. Yeah. So, I had to discover all of my own musical taste by myself. Isn't that sad? No. Isn't that sad that I, everything I've had to do in life, I had to do by myself? Ta- I'm a terrible mother.
2: I am a terrible mother. Who taught you how to walk? Uh,
1: pff, me. I was stepping uh. out. I, <laughs> I stepped right out of the. <laughs>
2: Who took you to school every morning? Oh,
1: my God. I walked myself. I walked myself. Are you serious?
2: I have pictures. I have photographs. I walked
1: myself to school every single day, every morning. Really? Up the hill both ways.
2: In the snow. In Florida. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, I'm just just saying
1: all my music taste is from myself. And I'm very disappointed.
2: Well, I like Stevie Nicks. I like Rod Stewart. Yes. I like, um, what else do I like?
1: That's it. The Bee Gees. I love Listen the to Bee Gees. me, this lady it, it begged me to do a Bee Gees album. Yes. I said, no, we're not.
2: I think we should do a Bee Gees.
1: No, we're never doing a Bee Gees album on this. Why? Do I look like a disco kid? What if your I,
3: mom wants to come back on?
2: Yeah, we could talk about John Travolta. We could talk about Disco Fever. Well, that's not really the Bee Gees, but I like the Bee Gees. What did you say? The Beatles? No, I didn't say <laughs> the
1: Beatles. <laughs> I wish you liked the Beatles.
2: I do like the Beatles, but what, I like the what, Bee Gees what, better. There's what, such a history. You like them. the
1: Beatles? I mean, the Bee Gees better than the Beatles?
2: I do. There's You're so insane. Much, well, there's so much you are history. insane. There's history. There's no with history it, with the Beatles? Well, there is, but that was like so long ago.
1: The Bee Gees was like five years after that.
2: <laughs> they were great. And there's a lot of, you know, Andy and everybody, and it was very sad what they went through. Andy
1: Bee Gee and all the sad boys.
2: Yeah.
1: That's so. see see what I have to deal with, America and beyond. <sighs> Anyways, what were you saying?
2: I have a talent for music.
1: Alright. So we were talking about the chain. Okay. So the movement uh, is almost. A, did I already talk about this?
2: Do you know that there's a song oh called um, "Unchained Melodies"? What? Nothing. Never by mind. who? No.
1: Keep, keep <laughs> talking. Unchained Melodies by who?
2: Um, it was on Ghost, the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yes. Okay. No. Keep talking. No, but it's kind of interesting that they picked this name
1: by the Righteous Brothers. Is this when they're is this when they're doing the pottery? Um. That's the only. Yes, scene of the movie I think I know. so. That's the only scene in the movie I know. Well,
2: was it during that time? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was such a sad movie, but it was good. I miss Patrick Swayze.
1: All right, we're talking about music. This is a music <laughs> I podcast. Know. I know you've never even met Patrick Swayze.
2: It doesn't matter. I'm a fan.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the guitar solo on the chain is insane. It's amazing. It's I love it so much. And that's all I have to say about yeah, it, because I, I don't know what else to say
2: yeah i I think it was a group effort that off stage they went through with what they went through they I don't wanna say they hated each other, but yeah. maybe there was some dislike upon each other, and they gathered it and brought it on stage and just made it powerful and they they brought the album together very well,
1: uh so as I was saying the uh like it, there's a build up with the uh chorus and there's a cl- like a calm before the storm mm-hmm. and like there's this like this raging confrontation of fury with the guitar solo at the end like nothing that's else is on the album would sounds like this where he's like killing it shredding it on the guitar nothing right. else in the album sounds like this song right especially that part with the, the the insane guitar
2: yeah
1: so that is it on this song the chain this next song you make loving fun, which has like this crazy like synthesizer. It sounds like something a little in the eighties almost.
2: It actually reminds me of roller skating. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Tell me more about this roller skating. So
2: I mean now roller skating really isn't a thing. Sure. I mean I don't think it's it's a thing. I've never
1: seen anybody roller skate. Before right. In my People
2: life. don't really skate like they used to. Um but Friday nights, Saturday nights you you know in, back in the 70s it was disco and then skating came mm-hmm. and people would dance while they skated and they would have this you know types of music like that and it just reminded me of a great rhythm of skating back in the day like the 80s i mean even though the song the song came out in 77 but um you know i'm sure they it's it's got it a it's got a 80s. vibe of the
1: it sounds like the era yeah you know it sounds like the late 70s
2: yeah uh, Early this, 80s, late 70s. That's when roll skating was a little bit more popular, I think. This song was
1: written by Christine McVie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about her moving on with her life. and
2: She sounds like she's just as talented as Stevie, Stevie. Nicks. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah definitely. I mean, and she actually has a good voice, Christine. Yeah. McBride. McBride what was the last name? McBride.
1: McBride. McVay.
2: McVay. Yeah, so Christine McVay sounds like she had... Or McVie. I don't fucking know. It's not McBride. Had a good... Uh, just as good a voice as Stevie Nicks so I think that's why the album and is... she wrote the
1: music this song too yeah so she's a so she's great a good, talent yeah. with her too one second we're going to take care of this dog real quick Okay, it's barking alright sorry we had to take care of the dog really quick uh, but we are back and we were talking about Stevie Nicks what we were we saying I, don't, I forget I don't know.
2: Uh, we were actually talking about um, oh, Christine, Christine, Christine McVeigh and how much how talented she was very talented lady she was um, just, I think she was just as talented as Stevie Nicks.
1: You don't believe that.
2: Well, Stevie Nicks you is number lie. one to me. Yes. So, um, But I think she was, she had a lot of talent in her, you know, yes. herself. Um, so I'm, I'm going to actually look and see. Does she ever do her own album? Christine McVeigh? I don't know. That's interesting. Okay. But uh, You know, Stevie Nicks kind of went off on her own.
1: Yeah, okay. and she recorded her own a lot of her own music, right? Edge of seventeen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. I just watched that movie. You ever watched School of Rock? Remember when I was a kid, we watched that movie. I think so. Yeah, I watched it yesterday, and one of her songs is in that movie.
2: How come you didn't invite me to watch this movie with you?
1: Well, we—I watched it. It was a community community night for my streamer friends and I, and okay. Uh, we all went on Discord, which you don't know what Discord is, but it's an app on the computer. And I streamed it on Discord, and we all watched School of Rock together oh, okay. on the computer. All my right. friends from around the country. Wow. And uh, listeners, if you want to join, uh, just message me on Instagram. We, we can hook you up with my Discord, and we can hang out.
2: Do, do you have people from Italy that listen to this podcast?
1: A bunch of fucking guineas, Mom. I love you guys. But, uh, okay, but let me preface but, this. Yes northern italy
2: oh like um
3: oh like <laughs>
2: how do, do they understand english
1: i, I they must mom
2: well you know in italy the first language i mean like you know here we learn spanish yes in italy we they learn english well i'm
1: sure cuz england is right there is right there
2: yeah that's true so I would imagine. Buongiorno, tutti gli italiani. All right, okay. showing
1: off a little bit. We should do the rest of the podcast in Sicilian. Uh.
2: How are we gonna? How are you gonna interact with me then? Hey, mm. buongiorno. That's a broken English.
1: A. E, uh, I like to say. I like to say one word in it, but, but it? you smacked me last time I said it. <laughs>
2: I we'll promise see. I won't this time. Yeah, what is it? Succa mink. <laughs> oh, what does
1: that mean? It means suck my dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's ming, yeah.
1: Well, well, you know, you you cut it off a little bit because, you know, when we say we're Sicilian, we cut it off. Don't tell me how to curse in, in Sicilian, please. <laughs> Especially to say how to say dick,
3: please. Okay. You're my own mother. Anything or Anyway, about Christine, I can't really oh, find yeah, anything. Oh yeah, 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 this lady about about Solo. Fleetwood Mac. But she did have a little band before she joined Fleetwood mm-hmm. called the Chicken Shack. Okay, oh, they only must... they lasted from uh, 1968 to 1969.
2: Okay, so it really wasn't that popular. Mm-hmm. Huh?
1: No, well neither they. I don't think any of them were that popular until they all got together on Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, because you know Buckingham Knicks wasn't very popular and. You know, Fleetwood Mac before Lindsey and Stevie joined were not Fleetwood Mac. They were they and sounded completely him. different. Yeah. So. Okay.
2: What's the next song, Nelson?
1: The next song is I Don't Wanna Know. It was a song written by Stevie Nicks while she and Lindsey Buckingham were performing as Buckingham Nicks. So back when they the origins, they were together first. Uh they played it at a Buckingham Mix concert, but it was not recorded. It was not recorded until rumors. Oh, so they played it live, but they never recorded it until this album. I this is such a fun song for me because it's just like a fun, happy beat. This is back when they were together and they were happy and they were. Uh, they probably wrote it together and yep. they were just having a great time with it.
2: Well, they probably didn't write it together because I know Stevie. Nicks. Well,
1: Stevie Nicks probably wrote it, but it was probably when they were uh, not fighting.
2: Right. They did sound very happy and very upbeat about mm. the song. Um, it kinda reminds me of like music you'd play like if you're hanging out at the beach.
1: Sure, sure.
2: Um, you know, of course we live in Florida, so that's why I bring up the beach. Sure,
1: the beach, yeah.
2: But you know, or cook out or something fun, you know, just a fun time.
1: Uh I don't wanna know the reasons why I love you. I guess is the whole song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh but the band decided to use I don't want to know on rumors instead of silver springs. Cause in the original version, silver springs is not on this album. Okay. Um, which is Stevie Nicks also wrote that song mm-hmm. due to time limitations of the vinyl album medium. They okay. recorded their tracks without the knowledge, without her knowledge. And in, the, in Lindsay and Buckingham, Lindsay, fuck. they recorded the album without her knowledge. Uh, and Lindsay Buckingham sang both her lead part and the harmony. The band told Nix after the, they did this. And though she was angry at first, she decided to allow the song to be on the album or else only two of her songs would have made it on rumors. So she allowed it because she wanted another one of her songs that she wrote uh, on this album. Finally, baby, the truth has come down. Now, take a listen to your spirit. It's crying out loud, trying to believe. Oh, you say you love me, but you don't know. You got me rocking and reeling. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts? Thoughts, feelings, and emotions?
2: My emotions are that it was a very upbeat. Yes. Um, I think that it was a happy time in their life, you know, because they were together and mm-hmm. they were happy and, you know, the honeymoon stage, so to speak. Sure. Um, like I said, I think it's something that you would play like, um, if you were having guests over and you're in a pool party or a beach or, you know, just kind of hanging out, having a cookout, just kind of music in the background or, you know, um, people might be dancing in the corner or whatever. So I, I really like the song.
1: Yes. It's a dancey song.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a good song. I like it a lot. It's, it's another one of the great songs off Rumors. I, li- I like every single song on Rumors. I think it's good. Except for Songbird. That's just for.
2: There was the first one I didn't really listen crazy about. But that's just my opinion. So I'm sure there's people that do like it. Yeah.
1: And, so know. the next song, Oh Daddy. All right. So you, you said it was about her dad. And it's not a, let me read you the lyrics because okay. it's not about her dad. And I don't think you're up, up to the slang, Mom.
2: Is it? sexual?
1: I think so. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Well, let's not get it. Was close.
2: that Stevie singing
1: that? No, that's Christine McVie. Oh, okay. McVie. Yeah.
2: I just... Okay. Uh, who wrote she's the She's got song? a different
1: vibe. She did. All right. okay. Um, It can be interpreted in a n- number of different ways. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the most appropriate... I mean, it could be her father, but the most appropriate would be that it comes from a woman who is dependent of her lover, and it d- and she doesn't feel worthy of him. mm. So let me read you some of the lyrics of this song.
2: Like a sugar daddy.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly like a sugar daddy.
2: Listen, I wasn't raised in a closet, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, but come on. Oh, daddy, if I can make you see if there's been a fool around, it's got to be me. Um, Why are you so right? Why are you right when I'm so wrong? I'm so weak but you're so strong. Everything you do is all right and I can't walk away from you baby if I tried. Hmm. So you can think it she's talking to a, a, her father figure, but I think it's 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 uh maybe an older lover of hers that takes care of her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she doesn't think she's good enough.
2: Do you think that maybe she was in an abusive relationship? That's what
1: it sounds like. It sounds okay. like, it sounds totally like an abusive relationship.
2: Okay, because these songs, I mean, this album, is, it's like some really, This is like the like,
1: battered woman's mixtape.
2: Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was a number one hit.
1: I mean, yeah, like, it was great. It, I still love it.
2: Well, I think you know maybe a lot of people relate to different parts like different music yeah and that just kind of brought people together kind of like we are the world
1: oh my god <laughs> see all this mainstream bullshit <laughs> so we should have did a michael jackson album that's what we should have did
2: i like michael jackson i did like michael jackson back in the day and then
1: you still don't like him
2: well he kind of got a little creepy at the end but.
1: If, if i what like is the, what is the him as Lamar an lyric? artist if 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 you a fan I'm a, is a fan, you, Is you yes. still a fan? I am a fan. Are you still a fan when shit hits the fan?
2: I guess so, yes. Because I would still listen to his music. Exactly. I still. Listen if to... he was alive, I would go to his concert.
1: I would too. It would be amazing. Yeah. He didn't touch those kids.
2: Okay.
1: He did not touch those okay. kids. Okay. He did not touch those kids. That's what I'm standing on. Well. He did not. He was he probably, chemically castrated probably did not because father.
2: a lot of people like to, um, they, they kind of get Sue happy.
1: Yeah, and they couldn't. He's chemically castrated. They dipped his balls in bleach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nelson,
3: What the hell were we talking about?
2: Balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: abu- ab- abusive relationships. Oh, yeah. Abusive, abusive relationships. relationships. <laughs> um, and
2: sometimes things get deep.
3: Yeah, well, okay. You
1: this know, album, just... I think, is... Not, not I'm saying that the, the other band members were abusive, per se, but I think this album is unique in the fact that it gives both sides of the relationships a perspective. Right. Like some songs are from one perspective. Another song is, you know, was written by somebody else. So it's by this perspective. I, I find I find it fascinating because it's like couples therapy in an album almost.
2: Yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Okay. I, I
1: agree. Okay. All right. Uh, on to the next song. Gold Dust Woman who was, was written by Stevie Nicks uh, it's a fusion of love lost devastation and coping with excessive drug use yes so let's hear the song right here right now alright so technically technically this is the last song on the album Gold Dust Woman uh, on the deluxe version we're still going to talk about Silver Springs because it's a good song but um, Gold Dust Woman was written by Stevie Nicks something she said about it. Goldust Woman was really my symbolic look at somebody going through a bad relationship and doing a lot of drugs and trying to just make it. Trying to live. Trying to get through it to the next thing.
2: So earlier in the show I talked about um, Stevie Nicks and her drug addiction. Yes. Remember that?
1: Poor lady, I remember.
2: So she was so addicted to cocaine (laughs) that no, listen. This is Unless, a true story.
1: I I believe it's a true story, but it's like okay.
2: Um she actually burnt a hole in her spectrum of the nostril and her surgeon told her one of her surgeons told yeah. her, her plastic surgeon told her that she if she snorts another cocaine, she's going to lose her nose.
1: Goddamn.
2: Yeah. Um so she went to I guess she went to another surgeon and that surgeon told her that she could pro- probably, more than likely, have a brain hemorrhage from snorting cocaine. Wow! So, I mean, that's pretty deep. Um,
1: so she started injecting it or something?
2: Um, it didn't really say. Okay. It just said that um that she like her nose was going to come off. Yeah. But I think she um she finally did go to rehab again, and she went to the Betty. Ford. That's what happened to Michael Jackson? Yeah, she went to the Betty Ford. Yeah. Center okay. for Rehab. Who's Betty um, Ford?
1: I have no idea who Betty Ford is.
2: She used to be a first lady.
1: Oh, Gerald Ford's wife? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for the, the history knowledge. So, another thing Mick uh, Fleetwood, the drummer, had to say about this album. He's also on TikTok. Follow him on TikTok. I follow him on TikTok. Okay. She did her first take of Goldust Woman in a fully lit studio, and as... And as take followed take, she began withdrawing into herself. So we dimmed the lights, brought her a chair, supply of tissues, a Vix inhaler, a box of lozenges for her sore throat, and a bottle of mineral water. And on the eighth take, at four o'clock in the morning, she sang the lyrics sh- straight through to perfection. Wow. Took her eight times to record the song, versus dreams when she did it the first time. The duality of this woman. It's quite phenomenal.
2: Yeah. I mean, she really, um, yeah, she is. What was the latest song that she just did? Um, It was kind of like a dream song when she saw Vision. It had to do with um, politics.
1: I have no idea. What's her most recent song? I can't see
3: her. Uh, Show Him the Way.
2: Yeah, Show Him the Way.
1: Is it a recent? What year?
3: Uh, 2020.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It was um, it was kind of like um, she was she had a vision. (laughs) Yeah, or she had a dream or something. Vision or a dream. Remember, you said she was kind of spiritual or whatever. Yeah. So she had a vision or a dream, and it had to do with the politics. Um, I don't really want to get into politics. Yes. Because that could. But it had to do with politics. And, um, I can just assume who she, who she likes and who she dislikes. Right. So, um, it was just her vision, and um, and it
1: worked. I guess he's not in office anymore.
2: Yeah. So, no. but we won't <laughs> just, we won't talk about that because that might get you know might upset some people. So I don't give a shit. Well, mom, we
1: see, we speak our mind here on Gospel Traveling. I don't give a fuck. I know. We say what we need to say to get through the masses. All
2: right. So let's get back to Stevie Dicks.
1: Okay. And what else do you have to say about Goldust Woman? You ever watch wrestling as a kid, Mom? Goldust, the wrestler? I know um, about Goldust. Goldust. He wore like a gold, like, like unitard almost. He painted his face gold. <laughs> she don't give a shit.
2: I knew who Ronnie Piper was.
1: Name, his name's not, it's Roddy Piper. Ronnie Roddy, Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper.
2: Or the guy with the green tongue. So here's an interesting story about him.
1: That's, that's Goldust right there.
2: Oh yeah, I've probably seen them but you have not you know. seen them? Sure I have. You know, growing up I had a brother. Sure. Well, I have a brother, yes. Anthony. Uncle Anthony. Uncle Anthony. And he loves wrestlers. Yes, loves he wrestlers. He's a big wrestling fan. And um he actually him and dad went to um what was that? Guy with the green tongue. Scary guy.
1: Uh his name is Jake Gillen. no. No, Ron, uh, uh, no, no no, it was it was uh George the Animal Steel.
2: Yes. They actually went to his house.
1: Yes. And they hung out. Right. With George they, the Animal Steel. They
2: met him. At, they ran into him at one of our local restaurants. I forget which one it was. They went to his house? Yeah, they went to his house.
1: Where does he live? Don't dox him, uh, but where does he live? In Florida? Yep. Cool. Ormond Beach area. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We can't say where this man lived and and tell the whole world where the famous George the Animal Steel Right,
2: Volusia L- County area.
1: No! Well, that's worse. Central Florida.
2: Oh, okay.
3: It it doesn't matter really. He's dead. <laughs> he's he's gone. Oh. That's what I thought. <laughs> Back in twenty seventeen. <laughs> oh. No. In Cocoa Beach.
1: Alright. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Animal Steel. He used to right. he used to take the, the turnbuckle off and eat it. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So that's a little rustling fact for you, Mom. There you go. Um
2: now I know. What
1: are you doing? We you am my phone. It's okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, any more thoughts on Gold Dust Woman?
2: Um, no. Other than it kind of, um, it kind of goes with her drug addiction. So maybe it yes. was just she's might have said someone else's drug addiction, addiction, but it was probably hers, her own.
1: And then uh, the last song, mm-hmm. which wasn't really on this album, but we're still going to talk about it because it was. It's a good song <laughs> Silver Springs Okay So Cut for Time Silver Springs uh, Was a good song mm-hmm. I liked it uh, It Some of the Some of the fun facts on it Okay um, It was written during the sessions For Rumors uh, It was included as the B-side To the album's lead single Go Your Own Way So when it was released on like a 12 inch 12 mm-hmm. uh, inch No 7-inch. The smaller one.
2: 35? Record player? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. When it was released as a single, the B-side was this song, Silver Springs. Um, Go Your Own Way was the single that was released on this album. Years later, the song drove a deeper wedge in an already strained relationship between Nix and Fleetwood. Nix sought to include it on the greatest hits package of her own material, but Fleetwood wanted it for a box of material celebrating the band's first 25 years. During the reconciliation for The Dance, which was a t- 97 album? When did The Dance come out? Was that 2003? Dance. The Dance by Fleetwood Mac. Uh,
3: 1997.
1: The okay, Dance? 97, yeah. The Dance came out. After they broke up for a little bit, they got back together and made an album. The tune reemerged, finding new life in its live version and emerging as a late career hit for the band. A road sign in Silver Springs, Maryland helped inspire to write the song. So, that is that song.
2: So, this is my question. This is what I'm thinking while you're telling us about all that stuff. Yeah. What's up? Earlier, you mentioned that Christine. Yes. Was the one that privately cut that song out of the album? No, oh no, 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 no. It wasn't private.
1: They cut. It wasn't private. They recorded a song without her knowing, and they're like, "Oh, well, I guess we'll use it," because they were going to cut this song because of time restraints.
2: But do you think that maybe Christine had Well a...
1: You always have to think the worst of people. I don't think it was her that was like, "Get this bitch."
2: Yeah, let's get her. She took my husband.
1: No, that no, wrong person. You're getting all confused. Okay, I'm getting confused. Okay. She was with the drummer who wasn't married to anybody else in the band. John the bassist was married to her.
2: Oh, so Nick's never went with... Okay, I am confused. Okay.
1: You got it? I
2: got it. Okay. All right. So... Okay. What is your thought about the...
1: Uh, so they were driving her and Lindsay Buckingham were driving in Maryland and she saw the, the sign that said silver spring. Uh, and it was towards the end of their relationship. So this song is about the end of their relationship. So they were in Maryland. So that's a little fun fact for it.
2: There you
1: go. Don't say that she's pretty. And did you say that she loves you? Uh, that's one of the lyrics. Lindsay began dating Carol Ann Harris just after recording rumors, and she worked at the studio and had toured with the band, so Stevie had to see them together every day. It's another fucking mix in the in the bucket.
2: But I mean, Stevie was dating the band, um, the other guy, the drummer. So I mean, how could she be jealous, so I mean, to speak?
1: So how that's could she be it, that, that's jealous it. Of that? That's it for the um, the album. Oh, you know, it was, and it was a good album. Do you have anything else to say about the song? I'm so sorry.
2: Um, Nope, I don't think so. I okay. think it was a good album. No. I like
1: this album. It's a good one to spin. Uh, the food today was great.
2: Oh, now, it was fantastic.
1: Mom, I usually give a number, 1 through 10, on the album and the food, but it, I've decided not to do that anymore. I can do that. You can do that for sure, but I have a personal revelation okay. that I cannot put a number on art. Okay. Art is subjective.
2: I'm a guest, so I can do it. You that. can do whatever the hell you I want. I don't mind. But but okay, out of ten I'm a critic.
1: Out of one through ten, what do you want to rate the food?
2: The food was a ten plus.
1: Okay. What was your what was your favorite part of it?
2: Um, well, I'm a big seafood eater. So you like the chef? And chip. I love bacon and the two of them together. Chef's kiss. It was just Wonderful. An explosion. It was delicious. Beautiful. The cheese and ball. The thing cheese was great. ball. Um, you know, of course, I'm Italian, so I love cheese. So he picked out the perfect perfect meal. It was great. It was perfect meal for me. Yeah. Um, wonderful. It was wonderful. And then I liked the salad that came underneath the um, because you always have to have a little bit of vegetables. So final thoughts
1: on the album.
2: Final thoughts of the album. Give a number foot to it. I'm going to give the album a nine. Okay, a
1: nine. Wow.
2: Because. There was a couple songs I really didn't like personally, Yes, um, but I'm sure that everybody's kind of like, oh, Lady's Crazy, it's a 10, but in my personal opinion, I'm going to go with a 9.
1: Beautiful. We do have a surprise. Uh, This has never happened before. This is the first time ever. Chef Angel's come back, and he made a dessert for us to pair with this album. Another thing to pair with this album. So come on, on, Chef Angel. Let's bring it over here. Let's see what you've made for us for dessert. Oh, oh my god! Oh my goodness! Oh my this is god! Oh my gosh. So he put it in front of us looks like a brownie, with yeah. like, oh. with like chocolate sauce and ice cream at the top. Angel, tell me what you've made for us. So again,
0: it wasn't a surprise. I said at the beginning of the episode. First of all, well, course. it was
1: a okay. I guess it wasn't a surprise. And but.
0: I will start trying to make desserts from now on. It's because I'm watching our health. Really, I'm trying not to point because you know. I get kind of I'm taking a bite. Keep talking. Okay. So, uh I didn't make that ice cream, but it's very crunchy. You can almost grab it and eat it. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's a crunchy carrot cake. A carrot cake? Yeah, but it's crunchy. The whole thing, it's it's almost like an homage to biscotti, but not really. It's very dry. I dried it out. So, walnuts is super nutty. It, it, I can make ice cream. But um, yeah, I was busy this week. That's fine. You don't have to make everything. You could ask Rob. I make banging ice cream. I believe you. I'm...
1: This is this is really good. So
0: but he did a good job of getting good ice cream. Yeah. So I made a little like a crunchy carrot cake. Yeah. Very like toasted walnuts, coconuts. No one's allergic to coconuts, is there? No. Nope. Uh, okay, making sure. Uh, I hope <laughs> the not. way you looked at me, I, <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I had. Um, I roasted the carrots in butter before I uh, pureed them into... What? Yeah, I roasted the carrots, and then I put it into the whole... To, you know, build layers of flavor. And then I did a little... uh, I flambéed again. I double flambéed today. So I had uh, brown sugar, brown butter. What is flambé? So it's just like setting something on fire. So taking the alcohol out of something, usually when you're cooking. Okay. So... The idea came from the banana foster, but no banana foster. So I did use my own spiced rum. So I spiced my own rum for about a month or so. So I have it in a weird jar. Okay. It's a sketchy... Yeah, so you put a whole bunch of spices in a jar and let it sit by the window. So it breaks down the spice. <laughs> I don't know, I get, next to the hot sauce your grandfather gave you. Yeah, it's just by the window.
1: It was my grandfather that gave me that sauce.
0: Yeah, like your grandpa... You know, your grandpappy don't make hot sauce no yeah my grandpa made hot sauce that destroys your stomach well
1: your grandpa is puerto rican yeah mine is not the
0: goat. yo listen let me, let me get me started about this hot sauce you have to leave it outside for a month before you get like actually use it
1: dig it on the ground
0: uh you're not like yeah that actually happens yeah i imagine uh y después, so i made a little like caramel sauce so it's uh brown sugar the spiced rum banana liqueur uh, a little bit of cinnamon, vanilla. Just grab it, like literally, like uh, a knife. No, just grab it. Like, it's like uh, you can grab it and like like this. Just grab it by the butt and just like go into it. You might, you might get brain freeze if you do it that way, though. Also, I know the place. This place, I don't know where. It's just, I want to hear your beautiful voice. They make a Caesar salad with banana bread croutrons. Croutons. Croutons.
1: Cr- I love myself some croutons.
0: I, I, I want to try it. I've been curious. Okay. So, I don't know potential idea.
1: Okay, let's try some banana bread croutons <laughs>
0: and put it on a Caesar salad. That sounds. Um, I don't know. We'll would I'll you eat prefer it. that you or the I'll blood sausage. Uh, did he tell you about the blood sausage?
1: Yes, I did. The, it's, it's like blood in a sausage. It's
0: pig and stuff. It's
1: black. I don't want to talk the about
2: Chinese
1: it. The Chinese eat that. But Puerto Ricans eat it. They do? Yeah.
2: It's like a, a blood sauce, yeah. Yeah. We went to a festival, dad and I, Yeah. and they had... An
0: the Europeans eat it. It's an international
2: thing. It, it is. Don't ever make it for me, please. No, no, no. Okay. I, I mean, I
0: saw your son's reaction
1: was insane. <laughs> yes, it was quite... I so mean... I think, it, it, this man over here, Randy, died. Almost died from it. It was a kidney stone. It wasn't me. So. All right. Um, Angel, you hit it on the part with dessert. I don't think I've ever had... Well, I, never mind. It's a lie. I've had one of I your cakes. I try
0: not to. Like, we're trying to watch our face. No, I, I appreciate
1: right? that. Because if you gave me desserts, I'd probably be 400 pounds.
0: Dude, like, it's hard for me not to like feed everyone dessert. Because I want to make dessert all the time.
1: It's quite good. It is, it's uh, that... Good. that, that uh, 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 I thought it was a brownie. I was coming here with a brownie. Like, yeah, some chocolate. But then I tasted it.
0: You never had my brownies, have you? Have you had my brownies? I
3: have
1: not. No. Oh, God. No. I've only ever had pastry-wise. For me? Probably just that strawberry cake. Do I get a
2: to-go box? Of
0: course. After I eat this? <laughs> of course. I'll use Rob's Tupperware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. uh, yeah, thank you, Angel, so thank much you for you, the bro. dessert. Welcome, I love welcome. you so much. Thank you, uh, let's... Uh, Let's just wrap it up here. You can stay on if you want. Mm. We're just going to wrap it up. Uh, We had a great time. Mom, thank you for coming on.
0: Thank you, Mom. Thank you guys for having me.
1: Uh, It's been a great time. Mm -hmm. Big Stevie Nicks fan, uh, myself and I. Uh, Next week, we have uh, the intelligente Jordan Lee. I almost forgot their last name for a second for some fucking reason. (laughs) I have no why. I don't have no reason. What Rob's cooking? Rob is cooking.
0: Hello Fresh, baby. But I'm gonna leave instructions. Hello Fresh. It's getting Hello Fresh. Angel way. Yeah, the Angel way. You want me to cook? No, no, I got it. Rob's gonna. Rob's cook. gonna cook. cook because you know Jordan deserves her her her, her king to cook for her. So, so.
1: next week we have uh, she's gonna be on. We're gonna be talking about Black Sabbath, Paranoid.
0: It's a good album. It's a great album.
1: I love that album. I have so much to talk about. Which was album.
0: the one that got remastered from Black Sabbath this week? This, is this really, week it happened. They remastered one of the albums. Mm.
1: I don't know. We'll figure that out. All right. This so is
2: very good. Thank you. Mm, delicious. This thank is what he
1: eats every week. Mm. Thank you, mom. I love you.
2: I want to start coming
1: more. Wonderful.
3: <laughs> um. Anything else, Randy? Uh, Volume Four was remastered in 2021. That's okay. what they call it.
1: All right. This is Nelly <laughs> Nutbuster signing off. Mom, thank you for coming on angel you're lovely randy's great rob's in the other room goodbye oh wait hold up i didn't even fucking plug us at all follow me uh at nelly nutbuster on instagram follow my mom uh at augustina conroy on on, 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 TikTok, on instagram TikTok, facebook tiktok, facebook, TikTok. TikTok. TikTok.
2: I don't really do TikTok. I like to watch TikTok.
1: Uh, Follow Angel at at, at Chef and High Def to see all the delicious meals and behind the scenes from the show. Follow Randy at Andy at Randy Uh, Biad, and follow the show on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, High five. Follow Rob. It's an old
0: site. What? High five died.
1: MySpace. We're on MySpace. MySpace. That's uh, kind of old. What else is there? I don't know. What's the one? Never mind. Uh, so, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, give us, you know, if you enjoyed this show, just give us a review. Go on iTunes. It would really help us out. Give us, if if you leave us anything lower than a five, fuck off. But, if leave us a five-star review. Uh,
2: Be extra nice to me.
1: Yes, say something nice about my mom. She's lovely. She's done nothing wrong. Uh, And... Yeah, that's it. Anything else? Am I missing anything? No? Do
0: you like a giveaway so we can start getting more
1: money? I ain't got there? money to give away. No, we're not giving away money. We want to give away.
0: We'll figure that out.
1: All right, so giveaway coming soon. I'll give away I'll a recipe. We're going to give away a Dude, cookbook or something.
0: What if? What if? Yeah. hand oh, Hold up. I can make a cutting board and we can give do that. away. Yo,
1: that would be dope, if actually. We get
0: how many, like, what, what numbers you want to hit? Likes? Followers?
1: I don't know. We'll talk about it. But yeah. that's definitely something to talk about. Have you made like a gastro-traveling cutting board? Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. All right. See you next week with uh, Black Sabbath. Bye.
3: Bye.